0: to another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Oh, man. I'm not going to be able to say 104.9 no more. (laughs) Mm. I'm not
1: going
0: to be able to say that no more. The Horn. The Horn is still around. It's still alive and kicking, but not on 104.9 after today. Uh, So we'll discuss that. Also, we got a lot of sports to get to. We got audio from the Steve Sarkeesian introductory press conference for training camp for Texas football. So we'll go through all of the pieces of audio and we'll break it down from every different angle. Slap it up, flip it, and rub it down. Also, NFL news notes and nuggets from training camp from the Dallas Cowboys. There's good and bad nuggets to get to. Also, we'll continue to talk about the NBA-ification and the WWE-ification of the NFL, uh, the trash talk that continues between the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 and the Denver Broncos. Well, not the Broncos, really just Sean Payton. We'll talk about that, too. Uh, we got a lot to get into. Uh, but, of course, uh, the big topic on the show is that it is the last show. Uh, last ball don't lie uh, That is it for us And shout out to my man Chad Who did a great uh, kind of saranara uh, And a, a great last show for he and Zay And great, gave a lot of good shout outs over the years Chad made it seem like he's never going to work in radio again To me and I'm like Well I mean He, he named people like he wasn't going to work in radio again And I think Chad's going to end up working in radio again somewhere That's why I root for all the sports stations in Austin I'm rooting for him because I've worked for two of them now, and I might end up working for another. So <laughs> I'm ruined for all of them. Right? I want all of them because I got a lot of good friends in this industry, and I want all of them to have opportunities because they're all really good at their jobs, they're passionate about their jobs, and they deserve opportunity. And this is a bigger market. And Austin deserves lots of sports stations. They deserve, you know, uh, They deserve live local sports talk all damn day. All right, they do. And we did our damnedest to try to give it to you. <laughs> uh, and, you know, the, the ride is done, but that's okay because we're going to retool and the horn, that's the goal again. That's going to always be the goal. We're going to always shoot for that. <laughs> uh, and we may come up short. That's okay. We're going to keep the goals and uh, our ambitions really high. What I'll say about Chad is the fact that that dude's an Aggie and has been in radio in Austin how long? 24 years? 20? Something
1: like that. It's crazy.
0: That shows you how good he is at his job. Yeah. That's how good he is at his job. Because Longwood fans don't want to like him. <laughs> they fight every fiber of their being to like Chad Hastings or to, you know, to agree with him. He's an Aggie. So naturally, there's a wall they put up like, oh, God, this guy's an Aggie. No matter what he's saying, it's coming from an Aggie. And he found a way to, <laughs> to kind of worm his way in an Aggie-like manner into the hearts of Austin, you know, sports, uh, Austin uh, sports radio fans out there. And he's, been, like I said, doing it on different platforms forever in different ways. And I, 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 I admire Chad. I got a lot of respect for him. I actually had never met Chad face to face before I started working here. Had known of him, but never yeah. met him face to face. And respect for the craft. The guys who have respect for the craft, man, they earn my respect. Respect him. I got huh? a lot of respect for the man. He beats, and, and, you know, trust me, as Rod B., look at my papers, you can still see him. Um, you know, those who are passionate about it, and they grind, and they work. Chad will grind out on some random stat and go rabbit hole and invite come here and, you know, and give you the, the thorough breakdown. Hell, it might be about uniforms, who knows? Um, but, and in fact, and I love this about, I was talking to Chad in the break, I don't know if he cares that I'm going to bring this to the to the people, but it's going to happen. Uh, He he didn't, he had never, because I uh, myself have been in this business for 15 years now here in in Austin, you know, and God willing, it's going to continue. But I had never got a chance to choose my, like, co-host before. And this was my first time actually getting a chance to choose one. And this was his. He chose Zay as his co-host. First time. Usually they're arranged marriages. Yeah. You got to make it work. Arranged marriage, make it work, which can be tough. Um, but it's interesting that his what he, kind of he deems as kind of now his I don't know his 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 last ride. He got a chance to choose his co-host. It ain't
1: his last ride. I don't think so either. The last ride for now. I know. I know. Like it's sad right now. He can be look. Like, come on, man. It's it's Tuesday. Just
0: say see you later. Yeah. He was saying it's, good he's goodbye. too good,
1: and yeah, yeah. I mean, and you say the stuff from behind the scenes, the stuff that you know we're trying to put shows together that dude can be putting together quality radio while doing so much stuff behind the scenes and making sure that the horn was on the air and that sports were where they needed to be and all that stuff and getting board ops in the right place Mm -hmm. and and people to run remotes, like a bunch of stuff that people didn't see, doing Mm -hmm. that and still putting on a good show?
0: He's multi-talented. I said there's like a few people. You're one of those people, actually. Uh, Craig Way, John Madani, Chad Hastings, Patrick Davis, that can do everything in radio. There's not one aspect of the job, whether it be promotions or it'd be uh you know uh, producing board up on air any aspect of it they can do it and that's that's a talent i don't have that i'm I'm not more like one one trick pony i can do a couple of things but i'm not that multifaceted no and i admire those who have that kind of skill set makes you guys really really valuable so chad my point is he shouldn't be saying goodbye i hope he wasn't saying goodbye chad's gonna be around you gonna you, Chaz, I don't know where he's gonna land, but Chad's gonna be around because he's too damn talented also uh since we're talking about it, then next chapter we are ending one chapter on the horn, start a new chapter, and the new chapter will actually officially start August seventh on Monday, yes, and uh we've been asked, I've been blessed, I've been on air. I look at it in football seasons. My life kind of revolves around it. So, 15 straight football seasons on air here in Austin. And I want to continue that. Um, I, you know, I really do love, uh, you know, speaking to the people and being kind of one of the thought leaders about Texas football discourse. So that's going to continue. Uh, so thanks to the, the good folks here who actually thought that uh, my talents were worthy. Uh, of of k- k- keeping around here. So E Hogan and myself, Aaron Hogan and me, we're going to do a morning show from 6 to 11 a.m. um not on 1049, of course, because 1049 will no longer be a you know a, what it is today. It'll be something I don't know what it's going to be actually. It'll be something else. It'll be something else in something about else. 3 hours and
1: 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's a countdown going <laughs> countdown. on. All right. It'll be something else, but it in terms of terrestrial radio, you'll still be um, you'll still be available to uh, hear the show 6 to 11 a.m. on 1019 and a.m. 1260. Now, if you don't like those signals, I get it. I totally understand. You can just stream it on the Horn app. You got the Horn app? Boom. You're good. Same. Just don't even worry about it. You got the Horn app and you just tune in through the Horn app like you always do. If you stream it via the website, hornfm.com, you can just keep, continue to stream it there at hornfm.com. Wherever you stream the horn, you can continue to stream the horn. Like that's just, and that's the best way, honestly, for most of you out there to be able to consume the show. It's going to be streaming because the signals for I, I've heard they're trying to boost them and do other things, but they are what they are. AM twelve sixty is a strong signal, and 1010 but it's it's an AM signal i mean, AM signal, and 1019 is, 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 is more is, north? Yes, it's a north signal, But,
1: much. yeah, I, I will tell you, the best way to get a hold of us right now is the HornFM.com and the Horn app or streaming wherever you can find your streaming, any way you can do it, by, but online streaming would be the best way to find us in the time. I know our ownership management always wants to find the next best solution to do things, but where we're at right now, this is the best solution for you is to stream
0: Yeah. So uh, we know that it may be an inconvenience, but we we appreciate your support. You guys have been awesome because we know the rollout for these uh, announcements hasn't been smooth. But I'm telling you, that's really we've been we've been getting the information and we kind of give it as we get it. It's been that chaotic around here, but that's okay because ish happens, right? So we're gonna do a morning show six to eleven a.m. Uh, e Hogan and myself, uh, Ty Harrington, I believe, is gonna be the producer on the show. Ty- Oh, why to I say Ty Harrington?
1: Because he's a he's, he's he worked. Yes, yeah, so I got my ties mixed one. up. I, know. I
0: apologize. My ties. Ty Henderson. I apologize. <laughs> yes, it'd be great if Coach Harrington could come <laughs> uh, produce the show. That'd be awesome. But uh yeah, and then we'll we'll have a an afternoon component as well that'll be live and local. And my man Patrick Davis actually is yes. going to be the host.
1: We'll be starting up the sports complex five to seven uh weekdays here on the horn. We'll be doing things. Uh, We'll, of course, be interacting with the listeners, be taking a lot of text in and talking with you guys, asking you guys questions, trying to figure out, solve all the world's problems. Mm. You know, something I like to do with my friends Mm. at night, solve all the world's problems. So hopefully we'll do that. Don't get canceled.
0: (laughs) 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 You You know how that goes. (laughs) We'll also have on
1: a lot of guests. We'll have some musicians, some comedians, and, of course, the best people in UT football, UT basketball, uh, UT baseball. We'll be talking to people from NFL, NBA, MLB. Uh, and, you know, maybe we'll stretch out into some other sports. We'll get some motorsports in. And, and depending on when we got time and what the big story of the week is, we'll reach out uh, and try and get a bunch of different guests in as well, as well as taking some of the clips from the morning show with Rod and uh, Aaron and trying to get some of those to break down for you as well. And and uh, we'll continue to bring you the best coverage in uh, UT that I still feel will still have the best coverage, even if we don't necessarily have UT access to UT fully. Definitely. I can tell you we will break it down to be honest with you. Because they can't tell us to shut up anymore. And they did really much. <laughs> that but, like that. Yeah, that, well. but, but, yeah, they can't now. They, they have really no recourse. So we'll be telling you what we think about UT sports uh, as well as all the professional teams. I can't wait for basketball season, as always, being a basketball guy. Uh, I was talking to Craig today when he was leaving the building. I was like, you know, I'm still going to be trying to get to as many games as I can. You know I'm still Oh, what? Oh,
0: already Yeah. You gonna miss that uh those 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 uh seats you used to have before. I'm gonna miss my, my, my courtside my, my paid court... for courtside <laughs> seats. <laughs> court now you had to work the whole time. <laughs> I did, but but still nobody got a better view. Like you everything. no one saw got everything. a better view. But I will You're still gonna be that. as
1: many games as I can get to for U T basketball. Yeah, man. So we will keep up all that. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I've been lucky enough to work with Rod and we worked together a little bit in the old place, but not not on air. Not, not on like air, this. but just yeah. kind of we knew each other. Uh, and then from doing this show, it's it's awesome to have me. There's no one who does better UT coverage than uh, Rob Babers. I appreciate uh, Aaron that, Hogan is the, a professional who's been here forever. He's uh, he's helped me a lot and been someone that's worked with me. Uh, so that show is going to be awesome. Love Ty as well. We did instant mm. serious for about a few months. Uh, so it's going to be <laughs> a really fun show. Uh, with uh, Rod and, and Aaron in the morning, and then hopefully the Sports Complex in the afternoons, 5 to 7. We hope you join us, it's gonna be and good. we're going to have a whole lot of fun here on the Horn, keeping you as local as we can. Uh, yeah, exactly. I,
0: remember, the goal is always to get kind of back to live and local as much as we can all day, um, and we're proud to bring that to you. That's coming to an end, but we still will have two live local shows, one in the morning and then the Sports Complex. Now, I don't know what we're going to name the show with myself, E Hogan, yeah, I think E early on is just going to call it um, Ian Rod B, like that. But I think we got to have a name for it. Ian Rod B is just way too not vanilla.
1: You need the tagline on it. So it's Ian Rod B, but something with it, Ian Rod B. I
0: think it's, exactly. It's something with Ian Rod yes. B. You can't yeah. just go and Rod B. Like that's No. Man, it's too way too vanilla. I need some seasoning on it. You know what mean? Like I mean? Some, some something on it. Just just put up. let's putting up some plain chicken with no seasoning at all on it. Like, uh, nah, we good. We gonna have to. I ain't gonna say why, but we need to season that up a little bit. <laughs> I think y'all all know why we need to season that up. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. A little you on that stuff. Put, put some seasoning put on. Seasoning, yeah. On. yeah. And, and I'll tell you this: I, I've been working. we working with the salespeople. <laughs> We've been working with uh, the engineers. Everybody here. We're going to try and get out as much as we can. We, you know, It's going to be hard at first for us to get out all the time, but we want to come out and see you. So we're working to be out and, and be a part of the community and be out with you as well uh, as things progress here on the Horn as we move forward.
0: Um, someone said, can't be our B&E. No, it can't be. Because no. then it's just, yeah, <laughs> it's too much to bring back old memories. So I we mean, can't be. Yeah, it could have even Rod B&E would have been guys like, well, it can't go, can't do that, No, can't do, nope. Yeah, so we all know why. But don't worry, because trust me, if you want to hear from Buck, I, I got a feeling Buck's already making plans to get stuff done. So, uh, don't worry about that. All right, um, all right. So just so everybody else, six to eleven a.m. All right, week we're starting at August seventh, Monday, August seventh, but weekday six to eleven a.m. Right now, the show is just Ian Rod B. But you know what? We're going to let you name it. I, I, I haven't even got approval from E on that, but that's what's happening. <laughs> We're going to let y'all name it. The The last few shows I've been on, I've let the people name them, and they've been great. Yeah. Ball Don't Lie. We had the triple option with RBKD. And then we when BK left, we just kept the, the RBKD. <laughs> it still works. <laughs> it was like, you know what? It still works. <laughs> these, these fans are brilliant. They're amazing. So, you know, I'm going to let y'all do some of the work. That's less work I got to do. So we're going to let y'all name it. There you go. And y'all get into it, and then y'all can figure out what it is. Now, that's 6 to 11 a.m. Um, weekdays um, on 1019 and a.m. 1260. No longer on 1049 because, like we said, that was a countdown right now. There. And also 105.3 just for good Good measure that's is also. That, that, is, already that that's is already switched. That's already switched? That you is go. already So gone. don't even worry about that. And remember, wherever you stream us, Horn App, best one. And somebody said, oh, I couldn't find the Horn App. I, I think you got to. When you type in in the search bar, type in Horn FM or Horn Austin. Because sometimes just Horn may not do it. It may take you to a whole lot of things. So Horn FM, Horn Austin, I think it, in my phone, it went straight to it. All right. So there you go. And my man, Patrick Davis, the Sports Complex, 5 to 7. That's going to be Monday through Friday uh, weekdays on also 1019 and, from 60 and all the places where you stream the horn. There you go. There you Boom. go. Got it cut?
1: And then I believe all the other shows will be announced here in the next couple of days of what's happening between and all around us. But uh, all that will be coming soon. But, yeah, stay tuned for that. And then August 7th, all the shows start. So we hope to see you here uh, bright and early on uh,
0: next Monday. August 7th, baby. It's going to be nice. Uh, have the dog. What song from 11 to 5? We don't know. Not yet. Well, they're working on it. I don't know. This, this stuff is above my head. There are, <laughs> there are people that are you know, in that pay grade. That's the job. They're working on it. I don't know. I, I really I have no idea what it is. I'm sure it's going to be something quality. I mean, it wouldn't, I don't think they're going to just throw anything on there because <laughs> we can't, we, we're in, we are not in a position <laughs> to no. just throw anything on there. So I'm sure it'll be something that is, is really good. From what I've heard, the names that have been thrown out there, I agree with all of them. And I'm sure it's, they're going to you know, narrow it down to just a couple of shows. But I, I like all the options that were thrown out there. Um, and Patrick and I, you know, we would have put our two cents in if we didn't like what they were going to do. Yes. Um, and sometimes we put our two cents in and they don't care. So, <laughs> just so you know, that also happens because just like you at your job, you know, they, okay, yeah, we heard you said, we don't give a damn about what he's talking about. I like, uh, oh, this text her easy rod in the morning <laughs> with the E. Uh, um, someone says running back with E and rod B. That's not bad. Running it back. It's not bad. It's not, not bad at all. All right, so yeah, get creative on that, guys. We appreciate it. Okay, so it says Talk is Cheap with E and Rod B. Okay, you know what? I got to write these down. All right, I'll write these down in the break. I'm going to start writing them down. Start writing them down. I'm going to start writing them down and getting them out there. Yeah. Oh, somebody thinks they already know. They're already hitting us up on this fake text line. Hey, if you guys can guess what it is, then great. I'm sure E might have revealed more than I know because E, I think, knows more than me. So if E already said stuff that you guys know, then great. Go with what E said he's well informed he's well informed he's well informed my future co-host uh which will be my 11th in 16 years here in austin that's why i, I it, it is very emotional when people say bye but i've done it so much i'm almost calloused to it yeah i've done i I've like i said it, i have 11 different co-hosts in 16 years i basically do this every year and a half i do this yeah i switch a show i gain a co-host i lose a co-host you know it's it's unfortunate but I'm, yeah, I'm dead inside.
1: Yeah, I think <laughs> I think being a Longhorn fan has made me car- compartmentalize a lot of things. You know, if you're you're a I also, and,
0: why I'm dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> i been mean, a longhorn, long-horn and then I was a
1: Texans and Oilers fan. Like a lot of that, requires you to to watch the game, be very sad for a little bit, and then move on.
0: I'm a Texans fan. That's why I'm dead inside. <laughs> I can name like three or four reasons why I'm dead inside. That's that, that, you know a lot of it is yeah. I mean, but also I'll say this. I think it's just new era of radio. Like being uh, you know B and E and Bucky and those guys being together for what twenty years. I don't know if that ever happens anymore. It's almost like my mom and my dad worked at jobs for like 20-something years. My dad, I think, worked at a job for like 30 years, 30 a you know, long time, 35 years, something like that. That never happens. And nobody's going to, nobody who is born in this new generation is going to work at a job that long. Nobody. No. You I mean,
1: and they're, you're told a not to now.
0: Yeah, they tell you they it's bad. Tell you yeah. it's bad. And the company don't want you there that long. You know, like, nah, we don't, <laughs> nah, we don't want you. Hey to man, why you been here for eight years? Because <laughs> I'm loyal. Nah, I don't like that. <laughs> well, it's just it doesn't happen anymore. You think the av- I think the average uh, stay at a job now is like three to four years, something like that. Back in my dad's life, he he's like, now nah, you try to get a gig, keep it as long as you can, forever. Yeah. Unfortunately, we kind of live in a new um, ecosystem, if you will. So uh, it's unfortunate, uh, but they are. Um, there are you know brighter days ahead, and uh, I think all of the folks are good friends and folks who are really good at their jobs as well who are unfortunately no longer going to be here. They'll find places
1: to land. There's a reason the horn was so good for so long was because talent. there wasn't really a weak link.
0: Had talent, man. Yeah. Look at all the talent that went on to, to do great things. Had tons of talent all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Uh, we appreciate all you guys' support. You guys are awesome. I mean, that's the best part of this job is you know, hanging out with you guys <laughs> every damn day. Um, so it is that. Um, <laughs> someone said, dang, Rod, did your co-host say it's me, Rod, not you? Bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, my, most of the time, like I said, they're arranged marriages and also arranged divorces. Yeah. Like, like okay, BK left for something right out. It's like, who are, the, who are my co host that left? KD AJ, left. AJ Hoffman left, BK left, KD left. Um Mm, Jama Danny left at one time, but he wasn't the co host. I don't think when he left, he was just a PD. Uh, Keith Moreland, Big Red, left because he went to do like color with the Chicago Cubs or something like that for them. Craig Way left. Oh, damn. It is me. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> now they're like, whoa, hold right, up! They all, they all left. They all leave. That's not a rage divorces. No, they're leaving me. <laughs> damn it. Damn you, man. Damn you, Texter. <laughs> I did not need that dose of reality today. Okay.
1: Don't worry, Rod. I'm sticking out with you, buddy.
0: I appreciate that, man. Yeah, this one this is going to end. We're just going to ride off and, uh, ride off the cliff together. Like, you know, I like that.
1: Yeah. And, and, for, and Harge, we love, too. He, he will land on his feet. He's spending time with his family, Sweet. which is very. it's why he's a. It's why he's a lovely man.
0: Yes, and Harge actually. This this Sarge has multiple jobs. Yes, like Harge. Well, he's, Harge does have multiple jobs. Um, so Harge, trust me, he ain't gonna. He's not gonna allow himself to you know be out of work for anything like (laughs) he Harge was actually this was kind of like his third job I believe (laughs) this this is his third job and I think (laughs) he was like you know what
1: I'm going to go enjoy I'm going to enjoy a little bit of time with my family before I start my fifth and seventh and twelfth job
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah he needs a little vacation (laughs) from all the jobs Uh, someone says yes you are the comedy nominator I know I don't I just realized that I think most of my co-hosts have left and they've left me wow that is sobering I'm not going to lie it's pretty sobering uh, yes. Well, I'm dead inside. See, going back to my original <laughs> point, I am dead inside. I've, you know, I've never cried during a movie. Never, never, cried. never during cried. any movie. Never cried during the movie. Never cried. I mean, there's got to be something. Got it. Yeah. Maybe felt it. Got emotional. Like never, never a tear though. Never tear dropped. No tear like ever Schindler's dropped.
1: List ends and you're like, so what do you want
0: to eat? I know did, you know did get to, I mean, it was very, oh, very emotional movie. Yeah. Oh man. But I didn't. I didn't cry. And the tear didn't drop. It. You know. Maybe I. Maybe I welled up. Maybe that happened. But I never tear dropped. No, never happened. That's, I know. I mean, I don't know if that's impressive or. So send me movies that will make me cry. I need movies because <laughs> sometimes movies are tra- a tragic and they're you know very sad and even to the point where you know they can be uh, to the point where you can't even watch the deplorable acts on screen like you know, Roots or something like that. Uh, was it twelve years of slavery or something like that? But that didn't make me cry. I was just repulsed, yeah, and disgusted more than anything. But I, be, I, mean, so that's I didn't an anger. cry. Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't cry. You know what I mean? So I, I, I need to, I need to. Maybe I need, I need a good cry. Maybe, uh, maybe that's the closure I need with this show ending and a new show. Maybe I just need to have a good cry somewhere. This is why men die before women. Men don't have a. You ever catch a woman, any woman in your life, your mom, your wife, just having a good cry? They love it. It's was like, what are you doing? Just give them a good cry. I got to get it out. You got two minutes. You want to get these emotions in? You want to keep these, you know, emotions that are, I'm talking about powerful emotions. Yeah. You want to keep them in and you don't want to let them out? You need something to kind of release that, man. It's bad for
1: you. No, I mean, this kid just cries really hard for 25 seconds and then it's like, all right, on to the next. I got it. Yeah, I got it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got it out of my system. So maybe I need to do that. Maybe I don't think about this. All right. Um, that's the first segment. I didn't even know. We just kind of went through that. We rolled through. Wait, it's good. We got lots of Sark sound to get to. Basically, a ton of it. We'll be playing it all throughout the show. We do. The Astros might have done something today. Yes, they might have. I don't know. Astros made a move. It's a, the trade deadline is still the deadline is still like in two hours, right? I don't know. Hour and a half. Okay, we got an hour and a half for it. Um, so yeah, so there's still some time for more moves to be made. But the Astros made a huge move. So we'll get to that coming up next. Justin Verlander once again. Houston Astro. Ghost Rolls. Uh, we'll get to that and more right here on Ball Line. I want to put it on the horn. You know that it would be untrue. Top of the charts Tuesday, the last top of the charts. Well. I don't know. Patrick's got a show coming we, up we don't know. Uh, here on the sports Complex. So we don't know. It's the last one on Ball, Don't lie. How about yes. that? The last top of the charts Tuesday on Ball Don't Lie on the last ball Don't Lie, right here on 1049. and yeah, the last day on 1049. not the last happening. Um, so I'll just kind of save you on that. But my man, Patrick always hooking us up, so we appreciate his musically themed days of the week, which I'll be, you know, saying bye to as a co-host. But something tells me you might have some type of musically themed days. Or something. It
1: would not surprise me
0: if, if it wanted if
1: to. Not, not not the whole week, maybe. Yeah. and I mean, we may have music theme weeks, too. Ooh. We may do that. If we don't have a lot of time during each show, we may just do a whole week of something. I like that. I you like know, that. We'll see. We'll see what I, happens and what works.
0: Uh, 512-337-3776. That is the number to the specs text line. Let's talk about what the Astros did. Uh, because the Astros traded for Justin Verlander right before the trade deadline. Still, by the way, you still have time. Uh, you got like an hour and a half before the trade deadline expires. The Astros get Justin Verlander. Uh, the Mets, they got Drew Gilbert and Ryan Clifford, both two outfielders. deal is done. Um,
1: hey, what about – why didn't they just trade – why didn't they just sign him in the offseason? So, so this is the thing. This is where I was wondering when the whole trade went down. It doesn't make sense to go up your number one and number four prospect for Verlander and not get money back. Because they gave money back with Scherzer to help pay for his contract. Because if mm-hmm. you were just going to match forty three million for the next couple of years, you just would have done it in the first place. Yeah, but okay, you said yeah. we can't match that offer. Keep in mind they still have to sign Kyle Tucker, so I was a little worried when this trade happens. You are like, well, that money doesn't work out. Uh, Bob Nightingale is reporting okay. that the Mets are sending about fifty four million dollars in the Verlander trade. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so it is a thing that if the twenty twenty five option is vested, uh, it would still be. Uh, it'd be Basically, he's owed about $93 million if he takes the option. The Astros are only going to pay about $29 million for it. Okay. So if we say $29 million for a possible two and a half seasons, that becomes a much more affordable number and why you give up your number one and number four prospect for it because now you're basically paying a very low rate for one of the best pitchers in the league still.
0: Is that better than paying the higher rate and keeping your prospects?
1: I, I don't think that was an option. Okay. And so, no I'm just saying like, you just it and I get and if you keep agency. if you keep Kyle Tucker, then you these are both outfield prospects as well. So, with Jordan Alvarez and Kyle Tucker, you you can probably sign another outfielder if Chas McCormick continues to progress if you re-sign him. Yeah. You don't necessarily have a room and they have a couple of other outfielders that are at the top of their prospect list as well. Uh, I believe the number 4 prospect I got to look up his name again. Uh but he was uh Ryan Clifford. They're saying is yeah. a guy that he was drafted last year. He is very highly sought at. Like, he is thought of to be very good. He's already batting really well at a high, lay, a, high a level. So he is somebody that some are saying maybe their top prospect, even though he's super young. So these are good prospects, but they also have Jacob Melton, Colin Bobber, who are a little bit ahead of both of them uh, on tra- trajectory to get to MLB. mm uh, mm-hmm. As their number two and number three prospect, those are both also outfielders. So I think they felt we can give up some outfielders. And if we have to give up the better ones to get the money so we can make this work. Uh, and it really all goes down to and, you know, you have to take these chances. If you win a World Series, it's worth it. And
0: it always is. No it, it's matter worth what you it. Did, and yeah. if
1: you don't, then it's one you look back on in five or 10 years and go, oh, man, they got two starters, they got an all star, and we didn't even win another World Series. So, it, look, it's you got to take a swing, no pun intended. But I, I think that this is the right move. You realize your rotation was a little bit weak. You realize you did not have the veteran experience in the pitching game. Yeah, uh, we talked about last year that when they lost uh, Brett Strom, the pitching coach, that Justin Verlander took a took a huge step up in helping out this pitching staff. Uh, so I think that there's something to be said of bringing back a guy that is not only kind of helping you out in that re- aspect, but also helping you out in working with the younger pitchers, working with the guys, get them you know, get mm-hmm. their mind right after losses, all those types of things that Verlander kind of can help out with and not fully do but help out with. It becomes uh, it becomes a, a valuable trade, and especially when the money came in. Because that was the one thing. when I saw the prospects, that's like that's a lot to give up for a 40-year- old. Mm-hmm. But if you say the money's there, two and a half seasons, these these prospects could be great. We've all seen prospects not work out as well. You're giving up some lotto tickets for a proven commodity. And if anybody right now said, "Hey, I'm going to give you a twenty uh, year old Corvette for two lottery tickets," we'd be like, "You know what? I'll take the Corvette." No, he's playing. I mean, he's still dealing. I mean, he has a what a one
0: point nine five ERA in his last nine starts, three point one five ERA for the season, and he just pitched his what two hundred fiftieth game. He won, sorry, he won his two hundred fiftieth game in his last start. So yeah, he's he's still playing and pitching at a really high level. And to your point about him being the player coach that you bring on, Framber is struggling right now for, he, for whatever reason. I mean, he's lately, I think in his last five starts, he's got a 7.0 uh, 7. ERA. Yeah. So he is in his own head right now. That may be the perfect remedy for him, is bringing in a guy like Verlander who can kind of talk him through it.
1: And, and again, you have Hunter Brown, who you have not traded. It was talked about being traded at the deadline, but if you turn if bringing in Verlander helps you turn Hunter Brown into a better player, because Hunter Brown, in all aspects, is a Verlander clone
0: he is uh, those videos are freaky
1: so if we say well now you're gonna bring him back and so getting verlander kind of makes hunter brown another playoff rotation pitcher if you're able to translate that into that well now you just got two rotation pitchers that you feel confident about in the playoffs versus just the one you get so i think there's a lot of positives in it, it is a pretty hefty price to pay to get two top five prospects in your organization but again, as I said, their number two and number three are also outfielders. So You can't have top four prospects being all outfielders and keep all four of them. There's only three outfield spots. Plus, you've got a young Jordan Alvarez. Plus, you have Kyle Tucker who you're hoping to re-sign and keep for a long time. You have two outfielders that you'd like to have on your roster for the next five to ten years. Yep. And, and, it- and then you have four more in line behind them. Something has to give at some point, so I get why you make that move. It sucks that it could be your one and two, your two best prospects to get it but you you just have to make the you have to make the move sometimes
0: yeah i think the the retrospective criticism would be well could you have just signed, it would have been worth it to just pay the top price for the for the free agency to, to acquire him in free agency rather than
1: if, trade for him if the thing is, and i
0: guess maybe they wanted to see if he was going to still be able to pitch at a high
1: level well, I don't think before they, they did that but that's the difference is you're talking about the difference of 123 or 129 million dollars or $29 million and two prospects. I get that that's – but you're, it's almost $100 million you were going to save not doing this. I
0: know, but it's all about how you look at the prospects. Yeah. So and if you like the prospects.
1: And, and you have to pay Kyle Tucker. So if you tell me, okay, we kept Justin Verlander. We're paying him $43 million a year. We lose Kyle Tucker because we can't pay him anymore because Jim Crane does have a price cap on how much he wants to spend. He doesn't want to lose money running the Astros. And we get two prospects, and one of them turns out to be an all-star. Is that a mm-hmm. valuable trade? It, would you make that trade up? Now, if you're going to say both of them are all stars, I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, you still, it's like, yeah, it's, it's the mystery so, box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if it's five a box. years, if he's a, just an everyday starter and not an all star, then I, I take the trade all day because you're getting mm. a, a Hall of Famer and an all star. It's
0: approving something you already A Verlander know.
1: Yeah. And, a, and a Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker, again, we said if Shoei Otani got moved today, then Kyle Tucker's in the race for MVP. Like, that's how well he's playing right now. So. If we can't keep him, that's a huge problem. And if you're paying Verlander forty three million dollars, I don't know if you keep him.
0: No, it, like I can say I, I like the move because it it says the Astros believe and they should that hey man they got a shot because the AL is up for grabs. The American League is pretty right now. It's up like four or five teams that could potentially make a yeah. run to win the AL, and they're one of those teams. And if they're in that division with the Rangers, who just made two big moves, um, you know, to bolster their pitching, you got to keep up. With the Joneses right now, and Rangers right. Well, I think the Rangers now have a half game lead, something like that. A half game, yeah, because so the Astros down, played again but. last
1: night. The Rangers had the night off. Yeah, uh, Astros uh, get the win. So yeah, they are now a half game back. It's getting tight. It's, yeah,
0: it's right there, man. That could go in. I can go either way.
1: Yeah. So by, yeah, by the end of tonight, the Astros could be in division lead. They could be a game and a half back. They could be, uh, you know, they could have a half game lead. We don't know. But we know that they made a move. You had to make a move. You had to make a move. Uh, and I think that this was the right move. I, I know everybody would hope that your owner would be willing to throw all of the money everywhere at any problem. <laughs> but uh, this is another thing I have to remember, and this is one thing with L.A. and New York. L.A. and New York make money off their local TV deals. The Astros are right now at a point where their local TV deals are falling apart.
0: Man, their local TV, TV and deals have been bad for a while.
1: The AT&T Sportsnet is just falling apart, uh, and they don't have the money to pay them really, so you, you're losing a lot of revenue that would normally be there, and yes, there is sharing with everybody else, and you make money. I'm not saying Jim Crane's going broke. I am saying that it is not mm-hmm. quite the same amount of money that he has to spend before he is going into his own pocket as some of these other teams. Yeah, and the difference mm-hmm. of forty million dollars. I mean, it's really a hundred. We're around a hundred million dollars, like ninety-five to a hundred million dollars difference of if they had just signed him in the off season or. If they had to give up these prospects, like you
0: said, if they make a World Series run, none of it, 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 whatever the cost was, it was worth it. Yeah,
1: and you you <laughs> open your window that this it, could be yeah. another this season, next season, and then possibly another season on that. Verlander could still be an Astro.
0: Man, I mean Verlander. I mean, how old is this guy now? Forty. 40 20, yeah, he's definitely forty something. I think he's like yeah, early forty. He's like forty one or something like that. That's amazing that he still can pitch at a high level after you know. Injuries and surgeries, and and he's still right now. Um, he's forty. He's forty. Yes. All right. Still, still pretty amazing. Giving the middle finger to Father Time, as Tom Brady once did. But he comes for us all. When is Father Time going to come for Justin Verlander? When does it happen?
1: I mean, I feel like it did. I, you know, when you have that surgery and you have Tommy John, yeah. it it gives you a little bit new lease on life. Yeah, uh, they- but I mean, we look. We saw Nolan Ryan pitch well into. Well into his forties, mm-hmm. and I'm not comparing Verlander to Ronald Ryan, mm-hmm. but I'm, but it is. I think there is guys that can go. I I would say you know I wouldn't count on the third year of this contract being great. Another mm-hmm. reason why the Astros didn't want to sign him was because he wanted a third year he in that deal, and they basically went like, man, come on, man, do you really mm-hmm. like? We saw you fall off at points this season. He's saying, hey, I'm I'm
0: I'm I'm a superhuman. They're like, yeah, no, nah, we think you're wear off by the time you're forty two, forty
1: three. Yeah, Yeah. So, but at this point, if you're not paying for it, you you know you gave up your prospects, you gave up something that you know maybe is great, but maybe not. Verlander played it well.
0: He did. Yeah, he played the market really well. Uh, for and games. you
1: didn't let him end up in the Rangers. You didn't let him end up on the Dodgers. He is
0: an Astro once again.
1: He is an Astro <laughs> once again.
0: Uh, no, it's a big move by them. I'm glad they made it. They had to make some kind of move because uh, the Rangers, uh, once again, I think uh, what they did was really, really impressive, bringing on Max Scherzer. Um, and it looks like, you know, right now it's going to be, if the Astros can win, all right, so I don't want to jinx it, um, but we're going to be dead even, potentially, in that division between the Astros and Rangers.
1: That rivalry right now is fantastic. And, and That's a for- great rivalry right now and, in baseball. And let's not forget, Mike Trout comes back at some point in the season. The Angels just made a bunch of moves. They may make another. What are they, four games out of the wild card? They're four games out of the wild card, but if you start putting those in, and those are series again where those are big series for the Angels, and they have Shohei who seems to be on playing on another, even another level right now. Man. So, I, I mean, there is something to be said that, you know, the, both these teams, the Astros and the Rangers, also have somebody in their rearview mirror who is souping up the car. I
0: would uh I would love I, it, it's against my own interests, I guess, as an Astros fan, but I would love to see Shohei in the postseason. I would love to knock him out of the postseason too, but I would love to see him <laughs> in it. no, no. I I know no, knock him out. No, I want to see him. I want to say, but I know that's obviously that's bad for the Astros somehow. Well, I guess not. The Astros just win the division. Yeah, and then, if we don't play them. They can the, <laughs> exactly, end up catching the Rangers, but I don't see that happening. I you know I see the Rangers and the Astros just being coming down to the wire, and both of those teams being postseason teams, and I don't know if you're going to get uh, the the Angels in, but they're, they're certainly going all in potentially on this because if they lose Shohei Otani after this season, he hits free agency and goes to another team, this will be considered one of the – gross miscalculations uh, in the history of Major League Baseball. Yeah. You're talking about the best player on the planet right now. And, and hopefully they can keep him. But if they don't make the playoffs and they decided not to trade
1: him. Yeah, if you don't huh, make the playoffs. Now, I, I that's think a disaster. that you're, you're, once you're buying at this point, you have a better shot to be. like. Cause we haven't seen the Yankees really do a ton. Yeah, uh, they've been pretty quiet around the trade deadline, which is somewhat surprising because we kind of figured they would be massive buyers. Because Not over yet. It, it is it's not over yet, but I, I would have expected to see them try and make some other moves just to because they really need to bolster some things. But, if you know, if that's an AL team that's not there, that's a perennial AL team that now opens up a spot for somebody else.
0: Yeah, I would love to see what's being offered, what, what was offered for Shohei, like what the team offered, like what was the offer.
1: Yeah. I mean, because no, if you look for, you offer, for Verlander, and like, I get it's Verlander and like $50 million. Yes, of course. But to get Verlander for, and it took your first old and fourth 40 prospect. 40-year-old Verlander. For, for your first and fourth <laughs> prospect, and you were like, yeah, it's the whole farm system.
0: And now you're talking, yeah. So imagine, a show, yeah, what actually I wonder what the trade package is even, well, what do they even present that wouldn't be scoffed at? Because there is no va- there is no value established for a player like Shohei. We just haven't established it.
1: No, because you don't trade that player you because don't. you're not on a losing team with that player.
0: Yeah, that's actually also one of the greatest mysteries in the history of sports. <laughs> How can the Angels, with the two best players in baseball arguably at on the same team, never have been a postseason uh, team with those two players Isn't on the team? they're
1: expanding the playoffs to make let more teams get in. How is that possible? And you're still not in it? How What? That doesn't
0: make any sense. That's crazy. So um, we'll see. Uh, so there's still some drama. Uh, before the trade deadline, that could uh, actually happen, but we'll uh, keep you abreast of anything going on. But the Astros did make a big move, bringing Justin Verlander back to H Town. All right, we come back. We'll get into the flex on the other side, um, and then the four o'clock. We'll restart things. And hit those uh, pieces of audio from uh, Steve Sarkeesian from his training camp opening training camp press conference and media availability today. All of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie. Wonderful on the home. To Baldo Live right here on 1049 The Horn. Um, are you choosing these songs to be sentimental?
1: No. Oh, no, okay. it's, it's literally just you, you have to take with, with what was number one yeah. this week.
0: Yeah. Even nice. though
1: this song is about love and everything,
0: it just yeah. you know it's a no, sentimental. It's, just, it's a nice yes. little sentimental.
1: Yes. We're just trying to make you cry, Rob. I know. Cause I'm
0: dead inside, and I've told these people <laughs> to send me on the Specs X Line a movie that will make me cry because I've never cried during the movie. And someone they said Brian's song. Um Uh, Another said John Q. I've seen John Q and I've seen Brian's song. I didn't cry. I've seen both of those movies. Should I watch them again? Someone says where the red fern grows.
1: That'll make me cry. What What about just videos of soldiers returning home? Oh,
0: the ones with the kids, didn't yeah. surprise the kids. That is very touching. I'm not gonna lie, that that, that is, might do it. That I've watched those. I don't cry, but that is that's right there. If yeah. I just put, I'm just gonna put a. That's a good stuff. We'll get
1: Jacob to put together a 20 minute video of just those type of things and see if I and, and just you see cry. if we can break
0: you. See if you know what I'm down. Because I, I, this needs to happen. I, I mean, this
1: can't be well, healthy. Well, well clockwork's orange. You yeah, watching is, that over this and over again. is over not <laughs> good for my mental health.
0: So I agree. I need to cry. So maybe you need to strap me in and just play little sad stuff. Like, that's not sad. That's happy. No, that's, that's the, the thing. It's happy tears. Those They're happy tears. tears. Yeah. Sad
1: te- you can have any tears because once you start, it's over. I can't even imagine tears of joy. Oh, my goodness.
0: That's that's a that's, that's another level. I mean, I can't even try cry tears of sadness. Tears of joy, that's got to be amazing. <laughs> I got married. I didn't cry tears of joy. Some people get, somebody cry. Some people cry when they have kids. So maybe I'll cry when I have kids.
1: Yeah. Maybe Gotta that'll be, be it.
0: The tears of joy. I want tears of joy, though.
1: That's, that's you're going to have to fake it now if it doesn't. Uh, what do you mean, fake the cry? I can't fake cry. Yeah. You're just going to be like, oh, baby. Oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> oh,
0: so happy. Oh. No, no way I could fake cry. <laughs> Someone says, oh, oh, multiple old yellers on here. I've seen old yeller. Did not cry. I seen it as a child, actually. Well, maybe I should watch it as an adult. Maybe it'll make me cry now. No, because now it's just going to
1: make you think of John Wick. John? up <laughs> well there.
0: Oh, yeah, we got to get to this because that is the unofficial mascot. That's I said. The unofficial mascot for Texas football this year will be John Wick after Quinn. Made the John Wick comment at Big 12 Media Days, and now Sark also embracing John Wick. We'll play that audio coming up next. It's a beautiful thing. Oh man, John! So hey, Texas football, your all all the the video folks, the people who set up all the video board stuff, um, all the people who do the promotion stuff behind the scenes, the graphics, and all that. I need y'all to embrace this and throw up some John Wick stuff on the the jumbotron. Uh, All right, throw it up there. All right, we're going to need that because then Longhorn fans, they all get the quote. They're trying to promote this, you know, so let's make it the unofficial mascot of the season, the theme of the season. As a matter of fact, they asked him about the theme, and he brought up John Wick. All right, we'll get to the audio. I'm just kind of spoiling it now. Anyway, this is the Flex. FLXATX.com, FLXATX on all your social media platforms. Uh, The Flex, uh, by the way, has the All Flex watch list listed. Um, You can go check that out. Uh, Yes, some people said that, that the website did not have the quarterbacks and the running backs. If that is the case, go to the FLXATX on your social media platforms. It's definitely on your Facebook and your Instagram. It's on the gram, as the young folks would say. So it's up there. I know it's up there because I looked at it and saw it. Um, but we uh, read off those names last week. Go check out the All Flex watch list. That is up at flxatx.com. We are going to scale back. I believe the high school coverage is still going to have some of it, but I think it's going to scale back, along with a lot of things being scaled back.
1: Yeah, around it's here. all it's all part of that. Trust the process. Mm-hmm. Rebuilding. We're in a rebuilding team phase right
0: now guys rebuilding uh the rebe oh man don't say that in sports terms
1: it's always (laughs) oh (laughs) it's good good. (laughs) look we'll be back on the airwaves uh very soon we'll all say we're back and we'll do the whole (laughs) oh man yeah no hey yeah it's
0: right though august 7th remember uh patrick will have his um afternoon show the sports complex from five to seven and i will be joining aaron hogan in the mornings i've never done a morning show
1: are you excited for it? Or are you are you dreading it? I'm excited
0: it? for it, but I woke up this morning. This is kinda of why I might be a little weird today. I woke up at four thirty this morning.
1: To try and start getting ready to for start it. Start
0: getting ready for it. I'm like, yeah. I gotta start doing a morning show. I gotta start getting my body used to getting up in the morning and not only getting up in the morning, but being aware and having to be, you know, quick witted. And you know, cognizant in the mornings yeah. like that, um, having that you know, talk in the
1: mornings, not, not in a bad mood.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I'm kind of a morning person, so I'm usually not. In the, my wife, she is no, she's not a morning person. Like you, basically don't talk to her for the first like hour and a half. Basically, kind of let her kind of work her way. You, I let her speak to me in the mornings. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, well, she, that means she's in her in her mood now. She's kind of got past it. Uh, but yeah, some people are morning people. It doesn't really matter to me. As you guys can hear, I can kind of you know. I I don't sleep much anyway. I don't sleep like five or six hours a night. So it does fit, but I had to get up at 4.30 just to start getting myself acclimated. That's wild to get up that early. And then I don't even know when. I got to switch my prep up, too. This prep's going to be weird because I knew I prep during the day. Now I got to prep
1: at night. At night.
0: It's gonna be weird switching all that up. So, well,
1: yeah, and then it's like the top news stories at night aren't the same top news oh, stories in the not morning.
0: And then in the morning, sometimes stuff breaks, and yeah. you know, in the process, so it's gonna be interesting. Gonna be a new uh, challenge, but I'm looking forward to it. E. Hogan is a professional. He's fantastic. He's great. Um, he's been in this business for you know 25. Years or something like that, probably even longer than that. I don't want to age the man, uh, but I'm looking forward to working with E Hogan, man, because E Hogan's fantastic. I'm looking forward to working with Ty, too. So that'll be great, and it'll be 6 to 11 a.m. Uh, in the mornings. No 1049, remember that's going away actually in a couple of hours, it's going to be going away. Uh, no 1053, that's already gone. It'll be on 1019 in AM 1260. If you want to complain about the static in the AM signal and complain about how weak the, the other FM signal is, I don't disagree with you. That's why you got to get the app. You know what I mean? You got to get the app. The app is clear. It's, cl- it's crisp. So download the Horn app. Actually, I had to. Full disclosure, I didn't have the Horn I used. I still stream through another platform because it used to allow me to rewind programs. And that's why I, lo- I love the other platform. But well, now I'll get the Horn app so I can make sure I can stream it that way. But that's what you should do. But if you stream the Horn from any service, you'll still get the Horn. Like on that streaming service. Yes. The Horn didn't go anywhere. Just, it won't be on 104.9. Yeah. And... We won't have a full complement of live local shows. So we're saying goodbye to all of our really good friends and some really good shows and some uh, really fine human beings and uh, great professionals, too. So we're all sad about that. But we're also excited about the new chapter for the horn that's starting on Monday, August 7th. All right. uh, Let's get to the Steve Sarkeesian sound. And we're going to start with the last piece of sound because that's when he makes the John Wick reference. And we're going to discuss what is slowly becoming the unofficial mascot of the Texas football season. Black Stradamus did predict this, and I'm glad now it's coming to fruition. We'll talk about it when we come back right here on Ball Don't Lie, 104.9 The